0: What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Pow Block, our awesome Nintendo show. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deary, and alongside me, as always, that man, Edward Varnell. Ed, yes, yes, yes. Listener questions. Yes! Listener questions. Okay, so uh, we were going to talk about the Splatoon uh, Direct, but we're going to save that for Tuesday's episode, uh, so we can we have time to digest and take notes and everything yes uh,
1: and in case of platinum just finally announced something because i don't know what platinum is doing i know like i we, we we were hyped for last episode with the bayonetta and i'm still hyped and juiced about that but they hit it at something else and so i'm just waiting for all of this to be announced yeah or so if, you, be
0: if you're not keeping up with platinum games and what they've been tweeting and, and liking and favoriting and retweeting and stuff Uh, You know, last episode, we talked about the Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 stuff, and then they were liking and favoriting and retweeting uh, Switch controllers and stuff from a studio, which I did some research, does a lot of porting uh, in terms of Japanese games to other platforms. And then, what was it, yesterday? Yesterday, right? The Wonderful 101. They had the characters from Wonderful 101. Sitting around in a circle playing, uh,
1: what a looked screen like... that a screen that was kind of like smoothed out, like yeah. you couldn't really see it. Yeah, they they blurred out the screen, but they were all holding
0: uh, the Joy-Con grip uh, Switch controller with the Joy Cons in them, and I was like, and Ed and I were like freaking out because now they're teasing Wonderful One Hundred One on Switch, and it's just like man i just i i will totally repurchase these games on switch when they come yes so that's uh that's a thing that's happening and and maybe you know next week hopefully we'll have some sort of announcement i was kind of surprised today after the splatoon one they didn't tease anything but they did say they were focusing only on splatoon so uh maybe we'll have another direct in a couple weeks or so uh but yeah man platinum is playing with my heart real bad right now. <sighs> Gosh, Bayonetta 2 is so good, man. And Wonderful 101 is awesome. It's basically yes. it's, it's basically super
1: hyper action-packed Pikmin. If they announce Vanquish 2, the trifecta of platinum games, I think I'll just be like, yep, I pretty much don't need my... Well, I need my Xbox, my PS4. Uh, I guess yeah, I'll just I, keep it.
0: I'm not going to lie. If they start porting some Wii U games that I really love and especially platinum porting that, that those games. And you know, if <laughs> hypothetically a vanquish two would happen, like I'm, tr- I'm getting rid of one of my other consoles. Cause I just can't do it anymore. I just can't, <laughs> I just can't, I gotta be all up in this Nintendo business. So exactly. Uh, no, I won't get rid of anything, but you know, it, I would, if I had to, um, uh, Hey,
1: and like a, Sega, Hey, say, hey. The Sega Platinum, if they could get, if Nintendo's putting out money to get games developed for their system, Vanquish yeah, 2, they, they did it before. I know, so, I would,
0: I'd be so down for some Vanquish, I mean that would feel, like not only is Vanquish an awesome game, and like a sequel would be so awesome, but like, right. Vanquish totally fills a hole in Nintendo's uh, pro- portfolio, it's a third person shooter, action, uh, you know, third person action shooter which Nintendo does not have. It, well, I guess Splatoon, but like, you know what I mean. That, the high like action stuff. Like a Yeah, yeah. Cover so, base, I should say. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, man. Ugh. Gosh,
1: just give me something, Platinum. You're killing me over hey, here. And if it's, if they could run it as like the PC ports, hey, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, ugh.
0: Ah! So so, uh, that's kind of what we've been super hyped about this week is the Platinum stuff. And, and, you know, I'm really excited to dive deeper into this Zelda DLC. I played a little bit last night, found Majora's Mask, super hyped. Uh, You know, I'm on the quest to find the Phantasm suit, the Phantasm Mm -hmm. armor. Uh, So that's kind of my quest right now uh i downloaded shantae half genie hero and uh, uh what was the other one oh mighty Gunvolt Bur- burst uh so those are the two games i'm gonna dive into too on my switch uh but ed what have you been playing before we get
1: into these uh questions we got here well uh mass effect and dragon quest just getting that out the way um uh, but for I uh got back into uh Breath of the Wild and got lost in the world once again. I finally got the Master Story, everybody. Yay! Woo. Uh and I got one more trial to do with the Kuroks. Um I just got one more to do for them. Uh but I also got the second um fairy. Uh and she looks like she's kind of dark skinned on this one. And so I was upgrading all my gear and everything. (laughs) I was just like, yes. And there's just something about those fairies and Link that just makes me laugh. And that just feels so charming because Link is just like, uh, you know, he looks like, oh, you guys are kind of making me blush. And I I feel like that's kind of cute that they're doing that to him. But, yeah, I'll be getting back to more Breath of the Wild, uh, getting some more shrines. Uh, and then getting uh to the end of the game. I got one more guardian. Uh, but I wanna do some more shrines before I get to that last guardian. because um, it's the fire one. It's like the in the volcano uh, era. Yeah, that's
0: the last that's the one that I did last. And it's uh Yeah, it's uh
1: yeah. So Yeah. So I'm I i want to do that and then still do some shrines and stuff before I get to uh Ganon. And then I'll beat the game. So, hopefully by the end of, in a couple of weeks, I'll be done with the game and uh, have a thorough talk, uh, our final Zelda talk, yeah. uh, and then I'll buy the DLC, and then we play all of that.
0: Man, Zelda's so good. Oh, it's so good. Like, man, I don't even know. It's so good. I don't I can't even tell you because, it's, like, it's I, just...
1: It's just my game of the year. It's just... There's there's nothing. I I know I talk about rhyme in this music, but I feel like to me, Breath of the Wild. If there's any flaw, it was kind of the frame rate stutter. But you know, I'll take it. I can make do. It's not like that all the way. Mm. But everything about this game is just perfect. Yeah, like it's it's. A lot of people cannot stop talking about or stop poke uh posting about this game or telling them that you know I stopped playing or anything. It's just like every day someone is talking about Breath of the Wild. And I don't really see that much with a lot of other games unless it's news based. But like per for for a lot of people personally, they've just been talking about Breath of the Wild. And I think a title that strong. To keep a communication and dialogue about it, consist you know still going on, that's really good, Mm -hmm. you know. And I just feel like I just feel like this game is, I'm like it's just perfect. Like they just got so much stuff right that you didn't expect them to get right. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of
0: those games we're gonna be talking about for a long time. It's gonna be one of those games we talk about, you know. 10 years from now when, you know, and hopefully we have at least one or two more Zelda games, but like we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about this and how it changed the way we look at Zelda in, in 10, 15, 20 years from now, if this podcast still going that long. Like, you know, it's it's, it's just one of those games, man. And it's, it's easily in my top five favorite games of all time, if not really creeping up on that top spot. It is for me it is it is the game i've always wanted a zelda game to be it is the game i've always wanted you know from nintendo mm-hmm. and it's I, I mean i've said it a thousand times it gave me the same feeling for a current generation game that mario 64 gave me the first time i played it jumping from you know 8 and 16 to the 64-bit era and 3d graphics area you know so
1: right yeah. at, at- I think for me, because I do normally do a top 10 of all time, uh, I think I'm kind of right there with you, being it somewhere around my top 5. Uh, I know definitely, I think I just finalized and made a decision that uh, out of all the Zelda games, I think Breath of the Wild just takes the number one spot.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, so, we're going to be talking about Zelda a long time on this show. I. I know people want different content but you know as long as the content's relevant and zelda right now is super relevant with the dlc and stuff uh yes you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about it and i'm i mean that's what i'm playing right now i can't stop playing that game right now it's uh the dlc is so good and uh, i gotta keep my 100 percent up you know i gotta keep i have seven side quests left now because of the dlc so going to get that uh nice you know the switch has just been a in general been a life changing system you know i'm i can play more i can you know i can play more games with the time i have you know i don't always have to you know my wife and i spend time together that's just you know what people do and like you know i have to sacrifice game time to do that and you know i'm willing to do that but now at the switch i can play it while we're watching a show and we can play it while you know we can play it together cause it's something that's approachable for her in terms of Mario Kart and Tetris. And, uh, you know, she played, she likes walking around in Zelda, you know, I got her to walk around a little bit, you know, she doesn't want to do anything. She just wants to walk around, <laughs> and whatever, but like, you know, it's super approachable for her. And then when she goes to bed, I can just stick it in the dock and play it on the TV. You know, it's, it's, I, I know every game isn't built for the Switch, but I would like Microsoft and Sony to come out with a system that's v- similar because I want to enjoy those games too. But at the same time, I just I I want everything on Switch. So,
1: well Microsoft needs to straighten up their first party right. and right. Sony I guess need to actually make something that's worth owning.
0: They need to they need to put something out first of all besides horizon and uncharted like horizon's great but like what are some of the other major first parties infamous i still think you know besides horizon because i i really do like horizon i did jump back into that a little bit uh is really good i but you know besides horizon i think infamous still stands as their best exclusive besides horizon for me at least you know i thought it was really good and ordered and do well but i mean but that's a topic that's a topic for another show
1: yeah Yeah. i i I think sony needs to make like their first party need to be strong enough to continue to have a discussion Mm -hmm. because we could always do that with nintendo you know we'll complain about microsoft but sony i'm just like okay you guys are the leading platform if you guys want to see it that way but you need something to help us continue a discussion because if you think it's gonna be trophies and you think it's gonna be DLC, you might want to think again.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that's why <laughs> that's why neither of us are doing Nerds Gone Platinum anymore. You know, we handed that off to Moose and you know, I I was on this week's episode, uh, we were talking some DMC, which was a really good talk. I love that <laughs> game yes. I love that game so much. You know, it's yes. man. So good. Uh another game I would love ported to switch, by the way, would be DMC. You know. Just just throw it on out there. If I could have before okay, I know we, we gotta get to questions, but like if I could have two series uh ported to switch, one would be DMC. I don't really care about the other Devil May Cries. I just want DMC and I want mm-hmm. to, and I want Tomb Raider. If I had yes. if I had those two franchises on Switch I would not need another console.
1: I I literally need a double pack of Tomb Raider yeah. on there. And, yeah. Square Enix, and Square Enix said they were going all in on Switch. And trust me, when you have something like Square Enix, and people got to remember, like I said, Nintendo has made Square Enix more money than I think anything combined with a lot of their games. They complained about Tomb Raider, but uh, Bravely Default made the money, put yeah. them in the black. Yeah, well, Final Fantasy 15 might have did the same thing but I'm just like if you bring your good games to Switch and whatever their new RPG is gonna be like people are going to play it.
0: Yeah. Plus like you look at uh, the supposed leaked art for uh, Tomb Raider uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider being revealed at Gamescom. There's a Nintendo logo on there. There is a Switch logo on the key art that was leaked. I don't know if it's Official or not, but you know that's that would be that would honestly I think Tomb Raider coming to Switch would be a huge get for Nintendo, and I'm not talking like you know I don't care if we yes. don't, I don't care if we get Call of Duty or whatever, but like having a game a story driven game with a lot to do in it that's third party would be a huge get for Nintendo, and right. I, Tomb Raider I think is perfect for the Switch, so.
1: Um, Right, because people gonna be want to play that game on the go. You know, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, just I'll, think. I just think. Uh, uh, Zelda Dungeon that never got used, being one of the exclusive, uh, exclusive uh, adventure things, exploration things, Laura could go into.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sorry, my wife called me. I had to. I had to. <laughs>
1: Tell her I'm doing power block. <laughs> so. so, but uh, first of all, everybody, thank you for all who sent a, a question, and we really do appreciate it. You guys. Came out and asked us some really great questions, and we cannot wait till we really get into them and discuss them because we have a lot of a lot of answers and a lot of uh, opinions about what you guys asked us. So uh, once again, we just want to thank you, uh, thank you guys for the support and for the questions that you gave us. Um, and I, there's a lot of them. I cannot wait to give my answer. Uh, but yeah. Corey, you want to take over? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I
0: like Ed said. You know, we've been wanting to implement questions into the show for a long time, and you know, maybe we'll start asking questions every week. For you know, maybe answer two or three a show. But you know, we want to kind of show our fans that we we see what you're saying and we see what you're asking, and we want to dedicate a show to you guys. And you know, every once in a while, we'll do that or start implementing them regularly. But uh, we've got. We've got ten questions to answer, Ed, and a lot, of, a lot of them are from our friends from around the internet, but a lot of them are just from random fans, and it's exciting. Yes. Uh, so I guess I'll lead off with our good friend Josh Brandt, who is, you know, known as the PlayStation guy over at Life of Gaming, and uh, he has traveled back into the world of Nintendo. Which very proud of him for for doing that. Uh, I think the biggest draw for him, though, is, like, the Switch is kind of like the new Vita, you know, with the indies heading that direction. and uh, mm-hmm. Plus, you get Zelda, so that's good. Uh, Josh asks, what is your biggest gripe with Nintendo right now? This false scarcity crap with the classics, uh, I think he means the consoles, and games being locked to each individual Switch are major
1: hindrances. Uh, okay. Uh, let me answer this one first. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to do the second part first before I answer the the first part of this question. Uh, the way he said being locked to individual switch are major hindrances. Uh, be- I think because of the RF situ uh, R4 situation with the 3DS and DS that they've been having problems with, where people put in different games and sell them on that big kind of memory card thing. I think Nintendo has Try to do something to uh, work around that, mm-hmm. and um, you know, because that's bis- That's kind of like gangs. Uh, that's like emulation of gangs. That like you know, for their third party companies that they have business, they, you know, their business partners, partners that they've been working with. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, they're losing out on money. So they want to be able to tie a particular game to your console so it shows that you are a rightful owner that you paid money for this game and that um, that uh, uh, that is you know it wasn't stolen or anything or you'd be sharing copies of games and stuff so I think they, they, they just feel like they just want to protect people's business investments for that mm-hmm. um. So, um uh, to answer your question about one of the biggest gripes with Nintendo right now, one of my biggest gripes with Nintendo right now, um, it's not so much Nintendo, it's so much Western third party. Uh my biggest gripe with Nintendo is that um third party Western third party is not giving Nintendo once again a fair chance. They're not creating anything suitable and exclusive for the Switch. So it doesn't. And you could everybody could get on Nintendo and say that Nintendo's going out to these uh, third parties and stuff like that and reaching out, but I think third party is not giving their full commitment and ready to divulge anything out and you know trying to make something exclusive for nintendo um i was just reading like the developers of cuphead that game is a lifetime exclusive for microsoft and none of the third party is doing that for Nintendo. They're not giving them a lifetime exclusive of a game. And it don't have to be. And from a lot of comments that I've been reading around for everybody, it's just like they don't care if it's very graphical or about the power. They just want you to create a fun game for that system that they could play at home and take on the go. Mm-hmm. So my biggest gripe is not with Nintendo themselves it's mostly western third parties. Mm-hmm. If they if they were going to be committed to Nintendo they should start making exclusive games or lifetime games for them systems. Cause like I said, all, as always, you can put a big third party game such as something like as Mass Effect on two consoles that's supposed to be so powerful and look at the sale numbers that happen with that. Look at the sale numbers that happen with Dishonor 2. Like these major big games that's supposed to be coming to these systems are not doing the numbers. So if For example, you want a game like that ported to Nintendo. Do you expect the Nintendo's console to make up the money that's lost for the two consoles that that was getting the major support? It is not supposed to work that way or it doesn't work that way. So I feel like Western third party is like kind of my biggest gripe that they're not making nothing completely exclusive and willing to try out some weird ideas for a Nintendo console.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh to answer that first part, my biggest gripe with Nintendo, and we know it's coming, I just my biggest gripe is where's virtual console? Like that's that's what I want, right? That's I think a lot of players want that, but like you know, with the, the classic consoles coming out, I think they're holding off on virtual console as long as they can. Plus mm-hmm. like they have such a strong first party lineup a solid, consistent first-party lineup uh, for the first time in a long time, you know, and I think they don't want to jeopardize that with introducing Virtual Console uh, just yet, but at the same time, like, a lot of people are asking for those games, and other people are putting classic games on the Switch, and, you know, it's... I don't don't really care about third-party support on Switch. I buy Nintendo stuff for Nintendo games. Yeah, if if there's a third-party game for switch i'll buy it there because i want to make sure like i'm doing my part in supporting nintendo getting third parties uh um, right i mean i won't buy the guy ga- games i don't care for you know but you know i'll buy like for example nba 2k is coming to switch and it's also coming to other platforms i'm buying it on switch because i want nintendo to know that i want to play basketball on the couch on the go you know everywhere i can and that's my way of doing that you know i'm gonna buy skyrim on switch because it's a game that i've been interested in but never really had the time to really dive deep into it and the switch is you know the same way i played zelda i want to experience skyrim you know sitting on my couch in the handheld mode and take it with me and you know if i don't like it you know I'll probably get rid of it but you know i want to show them that initially i want these third-party games and you know the teases from platinum now that and i know that you know, Nintendo published Wonderful 101 and Bayonetta 2, but, like, it's this, it's the same thing, right? You know, I want to support them and tell them, hey, look, we want Platinum games on Nintendo right. consoles, and we want more Bayonetta, we want more Wonderful 101. So, um... But my biggest gripe is still where's Virtual Console, and, like, uh, somebody brought something up the other day, I think maybe it was the Giant Bombcast, where, uh, you know, the, the NES Classic... Obviously really hard to find, and I still have never seen one, but thanks, Ed. Except for Ed got me one. That's the only time I've ever seen the box. Uh, I actually just turned it on the other day and played Super Mario 2 all the way through, and it was really good. Um, yes! Super Mario 2 is just amazing. I don't know why nobody talks about that game when they're talking about 1, 3 and World. They just skip 2, and it really bothers <laughs> me. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I know we have a question later about the SNES Classic, but somebody brought it up on giant bomb where like why don't you just release a switch cart of these games so people can play them on the switch too or like a download code with the classic box you know so if you have a switch you can play those games on your switch on the go and then come home and play it on your console you know uh which i thought was a really good idea so i mean that's that's my only gripe right now is is Where's Virtual Console? I think Nintendo has done ninety nine point nine percent of the ninety nine percent of their marketing and stuff with uh, Switch and their their consistent library. Uh, but you know, just Virtual Console. I really think Nintendo is doing a fantastic job with Switch.
1: Right. And and they're trying. They're doing their best to meet demand. The so they're they really trying to get the system out. Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah Uh, but in terms of the second part of the question there was a rumor the other day that in a future update Nintendo is allowing you to move stuff over is allowing you to uh, you know I think a lot of it is just stuck right now because they don't have their online system in place yet yeah Uh, I, I can almost guarantee you that when that online service goes up if some of the features aren't at least on par with Xbox Live and PSN like you know that that should be implemented as soon as that online service is up.
1: Uh, so I, and that's probably why I feel like they delayed it. Like that infrastructure for Switch, I think they're trying to get it right. So when it releases, that it doesn't have problems. And don't forget, everybody, this online thing is only going to be twenty dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is that really bad? No, twenty
0: bucks a year is amazing. And plus, like they're teasing that for the NES thing, you know, so, uh, you know, the Netflix style thing. I don't really quite know what it is, but, um, if they start doing a thing like Xbox game pass, that's Mm -hmm. included in your $20 a year subscription. Like it's not a, that's not a bad deal at all. Right. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, you want to move on to the next question? Yes, let's go. Okay, um, okay. So this my cousin asked me a question. Shout out to Michael, my cousin. Uh, so he says, so I'm am I going to be able to get the SNES Classic? Do I need to pre-order now or what? I kind of want wanted the first one, but I need this one. Um, so this is a complicated question because they already said they're going to sell signi- uh, significant larger amount of the SNES Classics. yes. Uh, But at the same time, you gotta beat the scalpers out to those stores. Like, you and I are gonna go stand in line for one, which I'm super excited for. You have no idea. Uh, Yes! So, there's that. Uh, But, you know, I think it might be a little bit easier to get than the NES Classic. I'm... I don't know, is my big Uh, question, um, I guess. Or... Concerned.
1: Okay, so, um, for those who, how, could I, how should I phrase this, okay, so Toys R Us has a rewards program. Now, the rewards program is that when you sign up for rewards, you get points for merchandise that you buy, you get coupons, and sometimes for things like this, like NES Classics and stuff, You get emails saying that they have some in stock and you will get that notification first before anybody else So if you're not a rewards member, I advise you if go to Toys R Us and become one. Hopefully Uh, The day that it releases you if, you, if you want one, you need to be at a store around 2 or 3 hours early. Not saying you need to camp out overnight, but you need to be at a store. And when it hits around maybe 7, 8 o'clock, depending on, get your Switch, your Vita, your phone, your 3DS, whatever, and get in line. Because the thing about it is, is that if you are dedicated and you really want one, you need to be there early. Yeah, And if you don't be there early, then you have to wait for a next shipment because A, you got to realize everybody's going to be calling for this. B, they're not going to have enough in a fresh shipment that people think it is. So if you think that you're going to be able to walk into a store and get one, think again.
0: Yeah.
1: So if you want one to be able to get it, go ahead and you know be early i'm gonna say and i'm gonna say this do not go to any scalpers Mm -hmm. i don't care if they have five of them selling for 200 some dollars do not it's not worth it. it it really is not worth it and even if you do not get one this year do not be upset because it's a $80 system and you got to think how long are you going to be playing this? Mm-hmm. How long are your kids are going to be playing this? You know, you got to make sure that, that all that sacrifice that you made to get a system, is it going to be worth it in the long run? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because like a, like it's a cool little thing to have. I'm not going to lie. I really want one. I love the super Nintendo.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: at the same time, if you own a Wii, a Wii U, a 3DS, and you know eventually a Switch, all these games are a available there or will be available, except for Star Fox Two right now.
1: You know, right, and, and, Yoshi's and, and Yoshi's Island.
0: Yoshi's Island, but th- there's a way around that with like Wii and Wii U, or, or at least Wii U, where they have the Game Boy Advance. Which, don't get me wrong, not. Not the best version of that game, but it's still there, right? You can still play it. So, like, these games are there. F- uh, this is just kind of like a novelty device, but at the same time, a lot of people have a-, a lot of love for the Super Nintendo. And, you know, I, as big Nintendo fans, we want one, and we need one for this show and for, you know, our love for Nintendo. But at the same time, like, if you don't get one, don't go to Scalpers. Just right. don't don't support that crap like you know it's just it's a bunch of garbage what they do and like a lot of the sites are implementing the only only one per customer thing a lot of places are canceling pre-order like uh was it amazon germany i think
1: people Amazon uk
0: yeah people were pre- yeah. Pre- pre-ordering them by like 10 15 a person and anybody that had over one all their pre-orders got canceled so there are some retailers are realizing that this thing is popular uh some people are realizing that there is a higher demand than just for scalpers and they want to treat the customer right so i think that's a good thing
1: right and i and the pre-sale thing is that it's for people not to put their pre-sale down and then they're going to sell their pre-sale to them sometimes it does not work that way because at some stores you need the actual receipt to do the pre-sale and if you're ordering something, if you're going to buy a scalper's pre-sale you're not guaranteed if they're going to send you that receipt and then you got to go to that store to actually get it yeah so um so, and if you don't get one on the first shipment, there's uh, hopefully Nintendo has learned their lesson, and a, a good flow of them, you know, happens. And yes, calling their calling the stores is a good thing, um, you know, but you got to realize don't don't call them all on an everyday basis. You know, maybe, you know, do your best to find out when a next shipment is going to come in and sometimes check some of the ads that's going to be out. You know, and if they say that, hey, we got some we got super NES for this ad. Definitely. If you're a Toys R Us Rewards member I know this is kind of advertising, you get that email of their advertisement early. So, you know what is going to be at that time, what's going to be in that ad, what's going to be at that store. So you'll be able to get heads up so i'm just saying you know do your research and get ready and if you're going if you need to take that day off take it off but you're going to have to be in that line Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you're going to have to be patient um second of all i'm just going to say this and we'll move on to the next question get your thing protected if you do get a super nes because if anything happens at least you got your stuff protected and you can get some kind of refund or they could get it fixed. Yeah. So, just be ready for that because if you're spending 80 bucks you better be ready to just spend a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So, avoid the scalpers if you can't, or I mean, avoid the scalpers at all costs <laughs> but, like, you know, I know he has a 3DS, like, a lot of these games are available there. Uh, so, you know, be patient. It'll happen. Uh, just you know, have connections like I do. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, moving on to our next question, Ed, uh, we have we have Jesse White prediction for yes Met- prediction for Metroid Prime Four release date.
1: Um, it's going to be in October, third week of October, whatever that Friday is. What uh, next to- year? next year of 2018
0: yes uh yeah i agree i think it's gonna be their big it's gonna fill that slot that mario odyssey is filling this year uh you know it's gonna be their big holiday game uh they said they were pushing for 2018 you know i i believe them you know i nintendo always has that one big game that gets delayed over and over a la breath of the wild but you know if they're not gonna put out a game unless it's perfect and you know i'll wait for that metroid game especially since you know metroid's coming to 3ds this year you know we're getting a proper metroid game this year and if they need to delay it to spring 2019 that's fine but yeah i'm predicting it's going to be their october game next year for sure Mm-hmm. so uh i can't wait man i'm excited i can't wait yes uh, uh the last question on my end comes from Todd Oxtra. Hi, Todd! Uh, love Todd, he was on NGR. He's gonna be on Monday's NGR episode, so I'm really excited. Uh, Yay! So, why did not Nintendo come up with a wireless option for voice chat on the Switch? Looks like we get dongles and wires uh, if we want voice and in-game audio. Uh, man I don't know that's uh this is the one thing I guess this goes back to Josh's question of big gripe I here's the thing I don't care about voice chat and if you and I are going to play together we're going to be on hangouts or skype or something like it's yeah it's not a huge deal to me I don't like to voice chat with people unless it's you know something big that I'm doing like a destiny raid or something you know it's not it's not important to me but at the same time they maybe could have come up with a cleaner solution, uh, you know. I don't really know what is in the hardware, but at the same time, it's—I don't know. It it does seem I, a I, little backwards,
1: but it, I think they didn't want want that all that stuff to be taxing on the system because um, even though you you got Bluetooth functionality on Switch, uh. Just think about uh all the kids and stuff who gonna be hearing your conversation um you know you you kind of gotta realize that the switch is for everybody and if you're thinking that the voice chat stuff is for adults only, you might want to look at the past history of xbox and uh and all the dialogue that you hear from certain players on there um I think with all the the wires and stuff like that. Yeah, it is a little bit too much. It is a big catastrophe catastrophe, but it'll be easier for people to be on Skype or to be on Google Hangouts, to be talking with the friends and uh, that they want to play and you know, just want to play games with. Um, So it it just might've been too taxing on the system if they did the Bluetooth. uh, and don't forget this is all options. You don't have to get all the dangles and wires and stuff mm-hmm. you can always Because um, even if you go to Xbox one and you go to ps4 those are not bluetooth So you still gotta use kind of wires. I think ps4 might be bluetooth. I don't know. I think um, ps4
0: Four is Bluetooth, but Xbox you have to have it plugged into your controller.
1: The controller. Okay.
0: Well I think the controllers are Bluetooth now for Xbox
1: with the the S at least are Bluetooth. Oh the S. Yeah. Okay. Um and I don't know how many people actually own Bluetooth headsets. You know, those are kind of expenses so yeah that's that's my thoughts on uh, the bluetooth thing uh, the wired wire thing um, I think it just would have been texting on the system so um, it's nothing major uh, yeah people hate it but do you want like your kid having a hundred dollar headset or whatever bluetooth to talk crap on online mm-hmm. yeah and don't forget this is coming from a third party this is not coming from Nintendo so yeah yeah. Um, man.
0: Okay. So that's all the questions I have on my end. Uh, Ed, you want to start reading your list of questions?
1: Okay. So um, this is from Brad Thompson. Uh, will Nintendo ever bring a standard, i.e., sun slash moon, Pokemon game to mobile phone, tablet devices? Um, no, they're not. No, uh, I don't.
0: Like, I think the fact that, you know, the success of Pokemon Go. Like, whatever hopes anybody had, the success of Pokemon Go, and even now it's still got so many, uh, you know, d- users every day, especially now that they added the multiplayer and the new raid function and everything. Like, I think that's the Pokemon game you're going to get, or, you know, a puzzle game or something. I don't think there's ever going to be a mainline Pokemon game for mobile.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think Nintendo got that exclusive, uh, sold up. Um, they make too much money off of their hardware with the Pokemon games, um, and you know, for people, uh, they, you know, people don't want to be microtransaction for their Pokemon and stuff, or in things of that nature. So um, it would just be better to make that game for a handheld. And, you know, they're making one for Switch. So um, that's where most of the money is going to be at for the Pokemon company with the uh, regular series. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I,
0: I think, you know, Pokemon, uh, they don't want to take away from the 3DS and eventually switch markets either. Because, like, those are, let's be honest, Pokemon's probably the biggest property on a nintendo handheld uh So like they don't want to if you can get it on your phone which everybody gets you know not free but you know everybody has a cell phone if a parent can just hand their kid a app and like that's gonna take away business from their handheld market and the switch market eventually so like yeah they're not no sorry (laughs) sorry i mean i'm not like I'm not trying to be mean, you know, it's just it's a business decision that, you know, Nintendo owns 40 percent of stake in the Pokemon company. So they're not going to let their biggest franchise go.
1: Yes. Uh, So. Well, uh, that was a quick question. Uh, Our next question comes from James Flaherty. Okay, who went in the fight? Ripley versus Bowser. Also. Are you guys looking forward to the new 3DS games coming this year, compared to the upcoming Switch lineup? Uh, Bowser will win in this fight yeah, against Ripto. Rip- yeah. yeah, yeah, Bowser will win.
0: Uh, in terms of 3DS lineup, I'm excited for Metroid. I'm excited for what else is coming out this year. Mm, hey, Pikmin, I'm not too excited for. Uh, I am. I'm gonna get it because I like Pikmin a lot, uh, but at, I would rather just have Pikmin Four. Um, this looks like a weird side thing that they're doing, which is interesting. You know, uh, uh, what else? What else is coming up? Pokemon, I guess. Uh, upcoming up. Coming 3DS um
1: yes game i think that sushi game is coming out hopefully that comes out this year i'm super stoked for that i really want to play it um i still need to go get Error oasis uh, i think hopefully we get a 3ds um Direct to see what more titles is coming out for the 3ds Uh, Just like the switch lineup Nintendo is we like we said on last episode Nintendo has a strong lineup for both systems planned this holiday season and You know 3ds a lot of people might not think that of uh, you know with the switch being now 3ds it's not going to be supported or you know people are not going to care no there's going to be a lot of great titles coming out for 3ds oh, there's a and new,
0: the- there's a new professor layton game coming out this fall that i'm really excited for
1: yeah so um and then like China, I think China got, or no, South Korea, they got a new Apollo game coming out that's just been ready for 3DS. So maybe that might be localized and that might actually come out here. So uh, we don't know yet. So um, there, I think there's going to be a lot of strong titles. I think there's a new Monster Hunter game also coming out this year. Uh, double Cross, um, I don't know if it's been... I mean, that's, that's Japan, but there was a Monster Hunter Stories. Oh yeah, Monster Hunter Stories, you're right. So, but I don't know. I don't know if that got a, a official release date here in America or anything like that. So, um, I'm super looking forward to this. I'm super hyped for both systems. Definitely, when I get my Switch, I could build that library. But my 3DS library is already being, you know, it's already strong, and the games that's coming out this holiday season will make it stronger. So, I am looking. forward forward to like pretty much everything but for new 3ds games definitely hey pikmin i gotta have the sushi game i definitely gotta have samus returns i definitely gotta have there's gonna be some indie games like kirby just came out with a new game today mm-hmm. for 3ds uh, so there's a lot of titles for 3ds that i'm definitely aren't looking forward to
0: yeah uh definitely Layton's mystery journey is the one i'm really looking forward to that and samus returns are the two big ones I'm trying to hold off on Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. I just... I don't know. I didn't get I didn't get Pokemon Sun and Moon either, though. Like, I just... I haven't had the drive to go get a new Pokemon game mm-hmm. since probably X and Y. I have Y. I have Pokemon Y. Uh, and, like, I just haven't had the drive to go get it because I played maybe five or six hours of that game and I moved on to something else. And I was just like... You know, I, as, in terms of, like, Nintendo console games, I buy every one that Nintendo puts out. But in terms of the handheld stuff, like, I'm a little bit pickier on what I try to buy, you know? Just because I yeah. don't play handhelds as much as I want to or should or, you know. So, like, I don't know. I try to be pickier with my 3DS stuff than I am with my my Wii U and Switch stuff now, so... Uh, But yeah, those are the two I'm I'm really looking forward to, and I think they're going to be good. And you know, we're going to get support for 3ds beyond 2018, according to Reggie. So,
1: yeah, yeah, Yeah. so yeah, yes, woo. Sorry, (laughs) that was loud. So. (laughs) <laughs> we have another one from Todd Oxtra. He asks, what genres would you like to see more on, on Switch? Um, I would like to see more 2D fighters, and I would like to see 2D ups And um, I would like arcade games to come to Switch. Like, I know Neo Geo's bringing out their arcade games, but there are a ton of arcade games that never got released on a console that I would love to see on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, and beat em ups. I would love some good two, like 2 to 4 player beat em ups coming to Switch. Yeah. Um
0: I don't know. Uh 3D action games, I think. I want to see like the Bayonetta, DMC style mm-hmm. thing, you know. I mean, we everything we talked about at the top of the show, I want to see those style games right. come to Switch. I think uh it it's those are games that are missing from the Switch's portfolio right now and I think that'd be perfect—a perfect fit, you know, a Japanese-style high-action, stylish action game. So,
1: right. I was thinking about that. Um, I was thinking about a MMO and uh, action-style game, mm-hmm. like a like maybe four to eight players um, doing straight action. Yeah. Like, I would love to see something like that. If you want to say scale-bound esque, I guess, but uh, yeah. That's what I would like to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa Goodman. Love you, Lisa. Uh, from Secret Friends United. Also, she asked, will we get another Pikmin game eventually? Yeah, Pikmin yeah, it's, 4. It's, it's already it's,
0: been confirmed. It's in development. Yeah, so. It's in
1: development. We'll probably see something about it uh, next year at E3. Uh, hopefully, or a spring direct. We'll I think get something I nice actually might,
0: it. You know, after the big holiday rush and Mario's out and everything, I think that end of the year direct, you're going to see a big direct detailing what's coming you know first half of 2018 and beyond like you know I think they're going to have more on Metroid Prime 4 I think they're going to have some announcements like Pikmin 4, Pikmin World whatever it's called uh, mm-hmm. show more of the Yoshi game and the Kirby game that are coming show more of that Fire Emblem game uh, so you know I think, I think Pikmin would fit nicely in that slot so yeah Pikmin okay. 4 I'm excited for Pikmin that's a game i want on switch real bad
1: yes okay so we got another question from brad thompson uh when is the good time to buy a switch right now i'm not 100 sold at the available games and well there is delta i need more i need some more variety um Holiday. the good time the good time to buy a switch is when you can afford one mm-hmm. yeah the, um, the big thing is like you know a lot
0: of people like to wait to buy a system. Mm-hmm. to see what kind of library they're gonna have and i think nintendo's proven they have a strong diverse library this fall and like you know if you want to play mario and zelda this fall is a good time to pick one up and then you can pick up a third game like mario kart or fire Emblem warriors or uh right. you know i guess xenoblade probably at some point in there like you know there's there's a big diverse first party lineup for switch and like you know, a lot of people buy Xbox Ones and PS4s early because of the third-party things that they expect there. But, you know, if you're into indies and Nintendo games, like this fall, probably will probably be one of the better times to buy it. Or, you know, if you're looking forward to Metroid, I'd wait till then because, you know, you're still going to be able to get Zelda and Mario then, too. So, right.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I I feel like, you know, a good time is to buy it now when you have the money and you can't afford one. Um, And Brad, uh, uh, you might not be 100% sold on the games, but think of it as this way. You're getting new IPs from a lot of developers. And we're in an age where we have been, we have, have companies that play it too safe on product that we all feel like they, that game, that, that or series needs to rest. Assassin's Creed, Grand Theft Auto, Battlefield. You know, we get all these big, major third-party games that just play it safe. They look good, and the marketing speak is there, but it's there's not always what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. At least with Switch, you're getting new IPs, so you're getting new experiences. You're getting something. You know, at least I'm able to try something and see if I like it or not for for not much money Um, It I feel like uh, switch and Nintendo always try to give a diverse library for their games. So yes first party um, And Indies Uh, not too many Western third parties Uh, This is probably a good time. Hopefully that more Japanese third party will support switch more and people will be able to Play those games, cause it feels like it's a resurgence of the '80s, mm-hmm. where you were able to play weird and quirky games that you knew good and well you'd never heard of from a company, but it was a video game, and you were willing as a kid to give it a try, whether you rented you rented or you seen it in a magazine. Um, and it feels like a resurgence with this with Switch, so. You know, you might not get the big and best games that a lot of marketing, have, uh, third party companies have shown you and I'm calling them marketing third parties because they showed you a trailer but still without no gameplay and you don't even know if you're gonna like that game when you pick it up. Um, At least with Switch, you're seeing how the games are looking and you, if you're very interested, they pick your interest. Get them. I mean, and you're saving good money instead of playing, paying sixty dollars for an experience that might not be satisfying. You might actually get a better, satisfying experience for like fifteen to ten dollars, ten to fifteen dollars. Um, and you know, carrying it on the go, and having someone, and having your friend or your family member who might not even play video games to pick up the controller and game with you you know having that old couch couch feeling is really good you know and once again like i always say improving your skill with another human player is always a good thing that competition helps you better your skill and so you know the games that's available for switch like uh slippery uh snipper clips you might have a good old time in fallout, and fall out and you would be falling out and have really a lot of fun with that uh so brad to, to you, um, whenever you can afford one, there have plenty of games that's good digitally and that, that's good physically that you can also try out and look for. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a new experience that you are only going to be able to find on the Switch compared to the other systems. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and like, you know, hopefully we'll see more third-party collaborations like uh, Mario and Rabbids. You know, not necessarily third-party straight-up games, but like Mm-hmm. you know nintendo reaching out to ubisoft to get mario and rabbits like that game looks phenomenal that game might secretly be someone's game of the year you know that you know that we're getting those kinds of experiences and that's exciting you know you mentioned snipper clips uh you know the shovel knight stuff is coming first the nintendo consoles uh it's just one of those things, man. You got to right. you got to pick and choose and see what kind of content you really want and there's a diverse line of content coming to Switch and it's and, it's there for you and, and and I I personally like I wanted my Switch on day 1 because I wanted to be part of the conversation and I realized like I have Mario Kart 8 on Wii U. I have, you know, I have a Wii U. I could have played Breath of the Wild there. Uh but at the same time, like having this system being able to take it with me uh being able just to you know step out of the room and be able to play it portably without being so close to my wii u was super important to me and uh it allows me to play more games and have more time for games
1: so right there's a lot of different uh, factors and also watch the, watch the Nintendo Directs. Go watch the 3DS, I mean, the indie one. Go watch the Spring one. Uh, st- go back early in J- uh, January and watch the one that when they first announced the Switch um, and show us some of those games. Like, they have a lot of variety. You know, check some of the news websites. If you have if they announce some game, go on YouTube and watch a trailer for it. You know, you might actually be interested in them. So, uh that's my answer yep so. yeah so uh yeah Lisa asks again but she's asking for her eight-year-old her eight-year-old, eight-year-old wants to know if you think the arms people have actual hands <laughs> underneath their weapons yes they do I believe they have uh, to your eight-year-old yes the characters have arms actual arms underneath do uh, you look at 10-12 tall or twin tall with twin tail, whatever her name is. Um, her arm with her hair and she has actual uh arms and hands, so uh, I think they they actually do have uh actual fingers. Um, that's just my thing. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'll just say sure they do. <laughs> uh. And I think this is our last question. This comes from, uh, our last question once again comes from Brad. Will Mario Maker make it to the Switch? Uh, not the original Mario Maker. I think Mario Maker 2 will come to Switch, and if it doesn't get announced in 2018, 2019.
0: I, th- I think, uh, Mario Maker is one of the perfect candidates for a, quote, deluxe version. Or, like, you know, we saw Super Mario Maker on Wii U, and then we saw, super mario maker for nintendo 3ds and Mm -hmm. i think we're going to see super mario maker for nintendo switch i don't know i think it's going to be a more refined version of what we've already seen maybe i i would really like to see a super mario 2 skin in there i would like to see the super mario all-stars skins in there like those those types of things uh you know there's not much more they can do but they can do some cool things in there to the point where like it warrants a full refresh uh you know the, the all-stars ones are my big thing is like i would love to see those uh 16-bit versions of mario 1 2 and 3 in there so uh but yeah i mario maker is one of their biggest things now and to have you know quote infinite 2d side-scrolling mario games uh yeah, it's uh, it's coming. There's no doubt in my mind that it's coming. Probably, uh, mm, I want to say next year, but I think, I, I want to say next year just based on the fact that, you know, the growing sales of Switch will provide the community with more designs, and that community is so smart and so cool to see the things that they're creating. Uh, I think Nintendo wants to keep that train rolling, so I wanna say maybe summer of next year a deluxe version or a you know a proper switch version will be there with the community intact. yes, so you'll be able to download the we the ones that were created on Wii u to your switch and maybe vice versa. I don't know how I don't know how that's gonna work, but you know it'll be there,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thank you everybody for all your questions we look forward to more questions and more topics and discussions to have with you guys
0: yeah uh, it's been slow in terms of news but you know when the big news story hits it's, it's big and uh, we we would like to fill that slow time with your questions uh, we would like yes. to fill a lot of time with your questions so uh, keep sending them keep you know we'll keep posting every week for your questions we'll keep uh you know hopefully in the near future we'll have a guest on hopefully you know we're going to try to switch some things up no pun intended sorry i don't wow that just came out of my mouth uh but yeah that's that's the goal uh and you know we love doing power block we love nintendo obviously uh it's it's just a good time it's a good time and we love hearing from people who listen to the show and you know man ed it's been a long week of podcasting uh i have more to do (laughs) yeah uh i'm i'm excited tonight we're getting uh fiber i'm excited for that it's gonna be fun fast internet faster upload speed faster download speeds it's gonna be a good time yes gonna be a good time uh anything else we want to touch on this episode before we uh get out of here
1: um uh, uh not really uh everybody just watch this platoon 2 uh direct and uh be ready for that discussion monday or for not monday tuesday's episode just say. yeah
0: yeah yes um all right well thank you guys so much for watching nintendo pow block uh remember on our youtube page we're starting to break out our conversations into segments so if you know, you want to watch a quick video or whatever, come subscribe to NGR Radio's uh, YouTube page. Check out ngrradio.com. Ed and I are there. My blogs and reviews should be up by the time you hear this episode. So I'm really excited to get those published. Uh, Ed, where can we find you on the internet?
1: You guys can find me on Twitter at That Retroco and you can check out my podcast optional opinion at SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. And you know where else to find me. IGN.com for anime uh Scourge Frost for the moment. A world one one podcast here on NGR and Shout Engine. Um Yeah, and uh Arsenal X here on NGR.
0: Yeah, Arsenal X. Dude, X. our first couple of episodes of that are doing really well of Arsenal X. I'm, I'm proud of that show. Um, you know, the, the shout engine analytics, uh, are are showing that that show is doing very well. So I'm, I'm proud of us for pulling that together. And, uh, you know, I think making that a proper podcast was the right decision.
1: Yes. Um, and I will have, uh, some of my blogs and stuff up, um, for NGR radio for you guys to read. Um, that all that stuff is coming along. I'm just working through my uh, backlog, bash, blowout. I'm trying to get all of this stuff done. Uh, Cause starting Wednesday next week, I will be starting uh, Star Fox Zero. So, nice. Um, nice. I I know I need to still play more Star Ocean, uh, get through that. But um, yeah, next Wednesday, uh, I'll be starting Star Fox Zero while playing other games.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh I And need then to- plenty. Oh. I, I need to revisit that game. Sorry, I didn't mean
1: to interrupt and, you. No, uh, and then getting uh, my trip planned for Mister Sir Derek right here, my boss, yes. in the coming months.
0: Yes. yes, yes, we are going to be. Woo, man, yeah, woo, dude. That's that gonna going to be a. That's going to be a good week. Yeah, that's going to be so much fun. Oh, that's going to be a good weekend, man. I've got all kinds of fun things planned for us yeah man i'm oh, i'm so excited
1: uh, yeah i look I, i'm like i gotta see let's see do i need a church outfit i need a shopping outfit i need a travel outfit too and back i know i need my pajamas <laughs> I, I i need to bring like about six to ten outfits oh, uh, so excited yay what's up so-
0: oh man Uh, well I guess it's my turn you can find me at Corey and HD on Instagram Uh, Corey Hudson and HD on Twitter I've been tweeting a little bit more recently Uh, you know Ed and I are actually going to try to get some indie interviews on this show too and that's exciting so I've been trying to reach out the last day or two to some indie devs that are working on Switch games or have put out Switch games Um, Yes, you can find this show every tuesday and friday at 10 a.m i've moved it back an hour 10 a.m eastern time uh <laughs> on itunes uh google play shout engine and stitcher i'm getting the stitcher stuff worked out by the time this episode goes up you'll be able to find it there as well uh, let's see where else can you find us Ngradio.com. Like, subscribe, and share to our YouTube. Rate us on your p- podcast service of choice. I keep meaning to bring that up. Rate us. though, yes. so, Because ratings and comments help the show uh, become more noticeable, become more popular. And we, I mean, that's that's the, the goal is to grow as a community and as a podcast. So uh, rate yes. us. Tell us how you feel. Give us uh, some feedback. That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. And also join us on the Nintendo Power Block on Facebook. Uh, we want to interact more with you guys there um, and really hear your thoughts and stuff about Nintendo and video games in general. Yeah. Right. So come come talk to us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash Nintendo Power Block is the Nintendo Power Block Facebook group. Uh, you can also join the NGR Radio Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash NGR Radio Podcast. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Uh, so Ed, I love you. I love doing this. Show. Love you too. It's my it's my favorite time of the week. Uh, yes. So uh, thank you so much for listening and/or watching. Hopefully you're watching. And uh, until Tuesday, we love you. Have a great weekend,
1: everybody. Bye.